Today on episode 261 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, well, the scammers are at it again, and this time their target is Airbnb. Now, I love using Airbnb, and I hate to see innocent people lose money, so today I'm going to tell you how this scam works and how you can avoid it. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Hey, welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And you know, I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And I do that in just regular English, no techie computer language. Is your computer messing up? Is it being a jerk? Not working right? Well, I can fix that. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And just a quick reminder, I'm giving away a laptop this Wednesday, August 23rd, 2017. So if you aren't in the drawing yet, you need to get in right now. This is a Toshiba laptop with Windows 10 a solid-state hard drive, 8 gigs of memory, and a 15.6-inch screen. And if I were selling it, I'd have it priced at $349. Now, to get in the drawing, all you have to do is pre-order a movie on iTunes for $5.99 and send me some kind of confirmation that you did that. It's really easy, but if you need help with it, let me know now because we're almost out of time. You can get all the details at computertutorflorida.com forward slash offer. That's O-F-F-E-R. And today's the last day I'll be mentioning this here on the podcast because by next Monday's podcast, that laptop will already be on its way to its new owner. And if you want to watch the laptop drawing live, I'm going to do it on a Facebook live video at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on this Wednesday, August 23rd. And you can watch it live there, or you can watch the replay, since it'll be on my Facebook profile. But you don't have to watch it live in order to win the laptop. Whoever gets it, I'll contact them directly in order to get an address to ship it to. Or if they're local to me here in Safety Harbor, Florida, they can just come by and pick it up. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 261. So let's get started. As I said a minute ago, I love Airbnb, and I've used it several times. And if you're not familiar with it, I think you're going to love it, too. It's a great concept. You know how Uber works, right? Someone has a car, someone else needs to go somewhere, and the Uber app on the phone connects those two people. So the guy driving the car makes some money, and the person needing the ride gets to where they need to go without having to pay the outrageous rates of some regular taxi ride, which, of course, is why the taxi companies aren't really big fans of Uber. Well, Airbnb is kind of like Uber, but for overnight accommodations. Maybe you want to take a little vacation, spend a weekend in New York City. Maybe you'd go see a show or take a walk in Central Park or something. But take a look at the price of hotels there. A lot of them are really expensive. But there are people that live there, and they have a spare bedroom that's not being used. Or maybe there's a whole apartment right in Manhattan, and the owner's away on business for six months, so it's just sitting there empty. Well, the Airbnb service matches up these people so that the owner gets some income by letting people use his place or part of his place, and the guest gets to stay right in the city without having to pay the high price of a regular hotel. Now, for some people, this idea makes them a little nervous. For me, I'm kind of the adventurous type, so I like doing things like this, but a lot of people just think, 
man, you're going to go spend the night at someone's house who you don't even know? And on the surface, maybe that does sound a little crazy. But Airbnb realizes that people have these hesitations, so they put some safeguards in place. And probably the biggest one is the review system. When you stay with someone, you have the option to tell how it went afterward so that anyone else considering staying there can see if your experience was good or bad. And of course, the host also has the opportunity to leave a review for you as a guest. So if someone's a bad guest, future hosts can decline having that person come into their home. The first time my wife and I tried this together, she was a little nervous about it too. Like, what if the people are weird? Or what if they're creepy? Or what if a hundred other things could go wrong while we're sleeping in these people's house? But I talked her into it, and we found a couple who had a house, and they had really good reviews. And when we got there, of course, it turned out there was nothing to worry about. In fact, I ended up going to bed first while Jeannie stayed up chatting with these people. So now she enjoys using Airbnb whenever we travel as well. But there's another group of people that have discovered Airbnb, the scammers. guess it was inevitable, you know, since they always seem to show up everywhere else, too. Now they figured out a way to scam some of the Airbnb guests who aren't paying close enough attention. Now, in order to understand how the scam works, you have to first be aware of the Airbnb cancellation policy. You know, like if you book a room or a house and you pay for it, then later on you're unable to go, so you have to cancel the reservation and get a refund. Well, when a host sets up their account, they can choose what kind of cancellation policy they want to use for when people make a reservation to stay with them. And basically, there are three options. The first option is called flexible. Now, this is the one that's best for the guest. If a host has the flexible cancellation policy, it means that a guest can cancel a reservation up to just one day prior to the arrival and get a full refund. That is a full refund except for the Airbnb fees, which are pretty small. The second one is called moderate. Now, with this one, in order to get a full refund, you as a guest would need to cancel at least five days before your arrival. But at least you can still get all your money back. The third one is the one we're interested in today. This one is called the strict cancellation policy. If you book a reservation with this one in place and you have to cancel, you'd still need to cancel at least a week before you arrive, and you, as the guest, would even then only get a 50% refund, and the host would keep the other 50%. The strict cancellation policy is obviously the one that's least favorable from the guest point of view. So why would you book a reservation for a place that has that policy? Well, it could be for a variety of reasons. Maybe you're visiting a place at a really popular time, and there just aren't a lot of choices about where to stay. Or sometimes people book a reservation, and they just don't pay attention to what the cancellation policy is. Or perhaps you find a place and you see the pictures and it looks amazing, so you really want to stay there. And then you see the price and it's really super affordable, so you decide you're kind of okay with the strict cancellation policy since everything else about it is just so good. So now you know about the various cancellation policies that a host can choose from, and there are actually a few more, but those those three are the major ones. The question then is, how does this work when the host is just a scammer? Well, I'll tell you this much right up front. The scammer never has any intention of ever having any guest come to his home. Here's how this happens. First up, the scammer creates his Airbnb account as a host and lists his house as available for rent. And in the listing, they choose the strict cancellation policy. So remember, with that policy, if the guest cancels the reservation, they only get a 50% refund and the host keeps the other 50%. Eventually, someone will book a reservation at this place and make the payment, 
And with Airbnb, you pay for the full reservation when you make the booking. So the guest has the reservation for, let's say, two months from now. And they're all excited because the place looks so nice and they're getting a really good bargain price on it. Then about two weeks before the date of their arrival, the host sends the guest a really sad email. And it's something like, I'm really sorry, but my elderly mother fell last night. She broke her leg and she's going to need to come and stay with us for a few months while she recovers. I feel really bad about it, but since she'll be here, the room you reserved won't be available. And then the last line of the email, and this is the important one, it says, would you mind going into Airbnb and canceling the reservation? And that's the kicker right there. Because if the host cancels the reservation, the guest gets a full refund. But if the guest cancels, then the guest gets a 50% refund and the host gets to keep the other half, which is exactly what they had planned all along. So if you got this nice place at a bargain price of like $50 a night and you booked it for five nights, well, that's $250. You get back $125 and the host gets the other $125 for doing what? Absolutely nothing. It's just free money. And remember, this is just one reservation. Really nice house that's priced nice and low, could attract guests and fill up a lot of weeks in the calendar. So you can see how this can be a pretty profitable scam. And here's another little twist. Since the scammer host never has any intention of having a guest show up, he doesn't even need to list his own house. He doesn't even need to have a house. He can go online to any real estate website or just Google Photos for that matter and grab a bunch of photos from a really nice house and use them in his listing as if that's the place being reserved. And based on those amazing pictures, someone might be expecting to pay like $200 or $300 a night to stay there and then they see it's priced at only $75 a night. You know, everyone loves to get a bargain. That's And that's why a lot of people fall for this. Now, you might be thinking, yeah, Scott, that's a pretty clever scam, but it can't go on forever, right? I mean, the scammer's going to have so many bad reviews. No one will book with him. Well, that's a nice idea. And the review system with Airbnb is a good thing to use when you're reserving a place. But there's one little flaw. You can only leave a review for a host after you've stayed there as a guest. Obviously, in this scam, the visit will never actually take place, so the guest can never leave a review about this particular host. Now, you can probably imagine the most common targets for this are people who are new to Airbnb, and they're just not familiar with the cancellation policies, or they just don't pay attention to it. And they have stars in their eyes because of the great deal they're supposedly getting. So that's how this scam works. Now, the important thing, how can you avoid being suckered into something like this? Well, there's three things. Number one, just avoid using any hosts that have the strict cancellation policy. I've used Airbnb maybe half a dozen times, something like that. And I believe every one of them was with a place that had the flexible policy. And I think that's what most of the hosts use anyway. Number two, if you have a reservation and the host contacts you and asks you to cancel it from your end for any reason, don't do it. If they can't provide the accommodations that you've already paid for, just let them cancel it, even if their mother fell and broke every bone in her body. And number three, always check the reviews before making any reservation. When I use Airbnb, I only book with hosts that have at least a few positive reviews. From the experience that I've had, most of the hosts on Airbnb are good people, and the reviews on their profile are going to reflect that. Of course, even that can be manipulated. So the review system isn't a 100% accurate indicator, but it is one of the tools you can definitely use. 
And speaking of reviews, as I mentioned before, if you happen to have a reservation with one of these scammers and they send you the email asking you to cancel the reservation, you don't have the option of actually leaving them a review to warn others about it, but you can still report them to the company. Airbnb is definitely aware of the scam and they keep track of these reports. And if they see a trend in complaints and it becomes kind of obvious that a particular host is playing games like this, they'll just shut down the host account. Of course, the scammer can just go and open up a new account and start over, but at least you did what you could to help some other people avoid being a victim. And I didn't mention this last week, but if you're wondering how to support this show, you can do that by buying something on Amazon. Come on, you know you buy stuff on Amazon all the time anyway, right? But just use my referral link. Just go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash shop, S-H-O-P, and you'll find yourself right on Amazon. Or just click the Amazon link that's at the top of the website, or my website, and just buy the stuff you normally buy anyway. You pay the exact same price you'd pay at Amazon anyway, but by using that link, that means Amazon just sends me a little referral fee. And that's how you can support this podcast. Got some great shows coming up, and a lot of them are because of the ideas or questions that listeners have suggested. So if you have a question or an idea for a topic, I want to hear it. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can just call my podcast voicemail line, 727-386-9468, and you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this week. If you're on Facebook, I'll see you Wednesday morning live at 10 a.m. Eastern to give away a laptop. Then I'll be back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.